Yeah. You know, why wouldn't they if they had if they have information it. on a phone or on somebody's data? And it's like, you know what? Let's make a deal. Yep. I mean, it's not far fetched. Not know? at all. Again, I'm, and I'm not, um, you know, um, making this exclusive to this administration. Any, I am. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monfort, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. So catch us up. How's your week been going? Um, busy as usual, you know. How's stuff going at work with your last uh, issue? Has any new developments? Um, last week you were talking about the guy uh, yeah and did he do something i think he did something this week to you specifically or in yeah general? he sent i mean he has this passive aggressive email thing going right and um yeah it was this week it was on wednesday um so i sent out a status to um to uh, one of our leaders on the progress of the project and I pretty much outlined, you know, everything where we are, gave the stats and all that good stuff. And then, of course, he came back with a response that was just, you know, whatever. So my people leader and the overall program leader of the project, they were both like, what is this deal, dude's deal? And he was like, my manager was like, why is he so hostile? He was like, why? He's like, this is wild. He was like, why are you so, why is this guy so hostile to you? Um, and then the program manager's like, you know, I just want to get your thoughts. And I gave her my thoughts on, you know, the letter, well, the email and whatever. And I was like, honestly, it's just petty, counterproductive. And I was like, I don't know what his deal is, but whatever. And she's like, I kind of felt you feel that way because I felt that way reading it. And she was like, do you mind if I share with her leader, who's an exec, um, you know, what we talked about? I was like, I don't care. Right. I was like, at this point, transparency, you know, is my friend. And, you know, at first I was like, maybe I'm just being like sensitive or whatever, even though I knew I wasn't. But for people to other people to obviously, you know, see in the email that it's just really just, you know, I like I said last week, I don't think it has really a lot else to do. So he's just doing the most for no reason at all. But so do you think the people who expressed interest or concern, are they actually interested and concerned enough to try to do something or are they just placate and make make it give the impression that hey i'm on your side but they could really care really could care less because it don't affect them either way well i think this week it's more of the first where it's like actually doing something because i know that um the program leader talked to the exec before you know during her one-on-one about it but she asked me this week you know if i felt comfortable with her you know bring it up and sharing but you know like i said last time this is this guy's M.O. And, you know, until someone, you know, really, you know, makes an effort to, like, try and do something about it. But, I mean, he's been doing this, you know, and you know how it is when you've been in corporate and you're basically a lifer, you know. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but at this point, I was just like, I told both of my leaders, I was like, look, I'm just going about my business, getting my work done, leading my team. And... um 
I was like, I, so he has these statuses or whatever, and I haven't been going. I've been sending a representative from my team to, to do it, to have Mm -hmm. those meetings. And so far it hasn't been, you know, for the rest of the week, it's been pretty quiet. Right. Um, so I was like, I think that may just be the best way to handle it. Just have a representative go for me. And then just kind of fill me in on, on what the discussion is. And I was like, because I have way too much to do and way too much work to be, you know, going back and forth on on silly little things. And like me and one of the team members, we had to spend like a half an hour crafting an email response to him to make sure we hit all of the points so that, you know, it won't be a whole back and forth going. So we spent like 30 to 45 minutes crafting a response to his condescending email. To the, uh, essentially the hostile email that he sent um, on what Wednesday morning or whatever. And I was like, this is like, this is ridiculous. I was like, I could actually be doing work rather than doing an email that, you know, has to be super detailed. So it won't be a whole bunch of back and forth. But that's kind of where we are with this point. But hopefully we'll be done with his part by next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And he can just like go away. But, but do they ever really go away? Well, go away from me in this project. Right. He could go and, I guess, harass somebody else, I guess. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess even still, you know, um, with you and your team member taking that extra amount of time to craft an email, that it's in and of itself, it's almost like, well, nobody is really going to call him to task. Mm-hmm. Simply because it's just like, it seems like it's just much easier to just do it this way and get it done. But in, even still, it's almost like by still placating it, right? Not not just you, being cooler heads prevail. Mm-hmm. That sounds good, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, like yeah, I'm not in your position. I can't mm-hmm. tell you what to do. But at the same time, it's almost like sometimes some people need to be put in check, even if it's not even a. You can't do anything from an authoritarian standpoint, Mm -hmm. but just to really like, I see you Mm -hmm. and you can't run that on me. Right. You know, but at the same time, but that's how, but that's how all this started because he was trying to run me and I gave the response and he got into his feelings about it. Right. So this, where we are now is Mm -hmm. a result of the, you not going to play me. Right. So, okay. So I guess uh, a small win, I guess. Yeah. I mean, cause he, and I think he does it just to try and needle me because he know that I'm not going to take that shit. Right. So yeah. But so I don't know, like I said, I'll be done with him and we're right now in this project. It's a huge initiative, like globally for the company. And like, I'm like, let me just get through this and then I'll deal with him. You know, I'll do an official, you know, note to, right. to the exec that he reports to, and, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. including his manager and, and all that razzle dazzle. But mm-hmm. cor- apparently from my understanding that he is one of the execs, you know, buddies or one of her of course, people. Of course, so, of course. So, you know, that's, that's how it always is. The person talking the loudest is almost like the person that they cannot get rid of. Right. And that and he, and I think that emboldens them because uh-huh. they know that nothing is really going to happen to them because this exec, you know, we're we're cool. We're buddy, buddy. I'm kind of one mm-hmm. of their people. Uh-huh. So I can go out here and just be reckless. And I know that nothing's going to happen to me. Yeah. So, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. but I was like, I'm a, at least going to officially get uh-huh. it documented from from my perspective, right. from 
to my leader and to my leader's leader. So, but yeah, so it's whatever. You a good one. You a good one. Cause me, I luckily, thankfully, mm-hmm. I've never been in all the positions I've worked, all the companies I work for. Mm-hmm. I've never been in that type of position to where it's like, I'm really going to have to check this person mm-hmm. because knowing me, mm-hmm. you would be checked mm-hmm. immediately. There have been on small occasions. I mean, and, and it, and it's my good or bad. Mm-hmm. It is my, the cynic, the pessimist, mm-hmm. the, the always trying to figure you out part of me mm-hmm. to where somebody will send me an email mm-hmm. And, I, and something so simple. I don't know if we talked about this on the show before. Somebody, this one guy sent me this one email one day and he was like, I was trying to work him through something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I tried that. I tried that. I as well try this, try this. He's like, I tried that. I tried that. And his, and his response was, well, chief, I don't know what to do. So I, I was like, you know what? All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I replied and it's like, well, you know, the next step would be to uh, escalate it to so-and-so-and-so, so boss, let me know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And put boss in the same way. Uh-huh. That he put chief, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and that's just me. So, again, that's on little stuff. So, thankfully, I've never had a outright obvious attack on mm-hmm. me or my work or my character because mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do. I, we, I, I wouldn't, <laughs> there'd be no fighting, nothing like that, but I'm just too, too, I'm not going to let this happen to where it's, right. I don't know. And that's the thing, like with the, the issue that I had last year, you know, the verbal check. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that I've noticed, especially working in the tech industry and being a woman, you're already... And that's probably the... Yeah, that's... Yeah. They think that they can do yeah, that. So right, even right. when you do check them, if they have people that prop them up, yeah. it's just like... Because yeah. like even with the guy before, you know, I said what I said to him mm-hmm. and I said what I said to the leadership and then he ended up getting, you know, quote unquote, recognized because he had a conversation. So I had to go through all these hoops yeah. just to like get him, just to call him out because no yeah. one else was doing it. And then it's still like, well, we talked to him. So we gave him a cookie because he had a meeting and he heard what we had to say. Mind you, I had to go through like five additional steps. Right. And all he had to do was sit there and listen to somebody talk. Right. And he got a kudos for being level headed. He yeah. got kudos for listening. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, you know, even yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't, I, I want to relate, but yeah. I, I, you know, just the whole woman aspect and yeah. the black woman aspect. And the black and, woman, the black yeah. woman on top of yeah. the woman is just like, yeah. And it's like one of those things where you have to walk a fine line, you know, with it. Cause it's like, you're the angry black woman. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm, I, I deserve to be angry sometimes and you're going to deal but of course, it's the corporate angry, uh-huh. and it's the it's the uh, nice nasty emails. Right. It's the corporate reads. You know, you can't go full on mm-hmm. black because then, oh my God, I'm I'm afraid now. You're so hostile, and yep, you know, I'm yep. afraid for uh-huh. my safety uh-huh. because Walk she on yeah, she had an outburst. Oh my uh, God, is she going to yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. kind of thing? So it's just like a bunch of bull. Yeah, but, yeah. I digress, but I'm probably I haven't been feeling well this week. So, I already gave my manager a heads up. I was like, I'm probably not going to be in the office tomorrow. Right. And I'm probably not even going to work. Because normally, you know, if I'm sick or whatever and I work from, I'll work from home. But I just like, I'm not feeling it. 
and these people have worked. Even though this was allegedly a short freaking week, even though it doesn't feel like a short week, it, you know, I was like, mm-mm, I ain't got it for y'all. <laughs> I'm going to go and uh, your wife sent me her hot toddy recipe. Oh, did she? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to get into some of that and hopefully, you know, get whatever this is. I can't figure out if it's a cold or if it's allergies or what, but... Whatever it is, it's got to go because <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. The homeboy at the job ain't helping, huh? <laughs> well, he's been quiet since Wednesday. Oh, okay. So the, the response, the e- the detailed email response, mm-hmm. of course, he had to reply back. And he was like, thanks. And then he said something. I mean, it's just like he can't not say anything. Right, right, And right. so he said something, but it wasn't really that big of a, big of a deal because I think something to the effect of, well, you know, this da 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 is the goal source of da 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 and that's up to date because we told him well you send us these requirements and so this is what we're going off of if there's anything new or change let us know and his he had to well actually right you know this mm. system is the gold source so that's up to date uh, rather than just saying either not responding at all or saying thanks or you know he has to do something right. so i don't know man whatever <laughs> i ain't here for it i'm done with it all right all right and I hope to be out of there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, like I said, keep us posted on all the, the news that you can disclose. Yeah. Hopefully sure. we'll be done with him on Tuesday. We were wrapping up our last activities. So hopefully we'll be done with our engagement with him on Tuesday, which would be excellent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, like I said, well, ain't too much going on with me. Oh, uh, Junior had his uh, third uh, birthday, mm-hmm. third birthday. So he's excited about that, you know. So it's like I said, it's amazing to where he was last year to this year. You know, he barely knew what was going on. Now he's he's you know, all in it. Yeah, he's in it. It's my birthday. It's like, no, it's not your birthday anymore. <laughs> oh, still today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, his birthday was what Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yes, but he's still like it's my birthday because of course we're procrastinating and we haven't taken taken down, taken down all the decorations so mm-hmm. you'll see you know the little he had his little um tj pj mass birthday stuff oh. so we had all the pj mass stuff out there so we still have some of that land around the house so he'll see and, oh it's my birthday <laughs> no it's not your birthday you get a birthday one time <laughs> yeah. one time a year mm-hmm. yeah i know i saw the pictures on facebook um and i told um alondra to today because i hadn't been i hadn't been able to catch her at work um, I was like, tell my buddy, I said, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so. We're besties now. We didn't start off so good. Right. He didn't see it for me, <laughs> but now we're besties. <laughs> yeah, so that went cool. And then now we're, uh, prepping, getting ready for the 12 year old, the upcoming 12 year old birthday in February. So we got to figure out what grown, but still kitty but, stuff we can do for her. But she so. gets the phone this time, right? Um, yes, yes, she does. And I actually found one that I'm going to purchase for her. I'm not going to do the installments, you know, I'm not going to get, she's not getting a brand new, you know, iPhone 11 or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I found her a, a mint condition, uh, late model, uh, iPhone, I think it's eight. Yeah. iPhone mm-hmm. eight. So that's what she, and surprisingly, that's what she asked for. She really? didn't say, I want the iPhone 11 with the face thing or mm-hmm. she said one of the iphone 7 or iphone 8 and i was like you know what 
you got it. You got it. You <laughs> so, got the site. You got the iOS 13, uh, so you will have yep. all the bells and whistles, so yep. you'll be good mm. for 12. So, have you guys decided what kind of party you're gonna do, or she want a party, or I don't know what I don't cool, know what um, preteens so, want now. So, um, we and we, <laughs> me and my wife, <laughs> um, have the the on and off years to where one year is on to where you have a birthday party and you can mm-hmm. invite people. And then the other years off to where we just do something with the family. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what are we on or off this year. You got to be off because when she turns 13, she's going to want to Okay. Stay. So I guess we're off this year to where we'll just do something nice at the house, mm-hmm. you know, or go somewhere as a family. And then 13, I guess we'll do the whole birthday party type deal. She'll be a teenager. Yeah. Officially teenager. So. Right. Yep. So we're, we're going to do the phone thing for her uh, this year. So that, that'll be. That'll be pretty exciting. And that's pretty much all she asked for. And she asked for some of the little shoes that all the kids are wearing now and a couple other things. And that's it. So we'll go ahead and do that and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And then, wait, when's your middle? You got a little bit of time between. Yeah. No, okay. she, she turns 10. She's in the summer, right? Yeah. Okay. In June. So. Yeah. At least you got a little bit of a break. Yeah. Just a little bit. And then, <laughs> then we, after her, then we have a big break until the holiday season. Then oh, we got, yeah. All these birthdays, all these uh, holiday events. So after the February, when my daughter turns twelve, we'll have a nice little break. Nice. Mm-hmm. So yep. Uh, but so other than that, um, any any comments about the NFL, Super Bowl teams, um, or anything like that? You, I'm, you, I'm looking your forward Cowboys to the- hire anything like that. Well, I'm looking forward to the matchup. Um, between the Niners and the Chiefs, I think it should be a pretty good game. So, as far as the actual game itself, that should be pretty dope. Um, hopefully, it's a, a high-powered, high-scoring game and not like a dud. Um, but, you know, I'm looking forward to to the actual game any, itself. Any Super Bowl party events? Um, I normally go to one. I don't know where I'm going this year. I don't see who's having what and decide from there. So... I'd normally end up somewhere at somebody's party. So I'll decide, you know, I have to see what's going on in these streets. Right. All right. All right. I would say any, any uh, comments or thoughts on the Cowboys hiring? Um, I am pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, with, you know, the coach, um, what's, what's the guy's name? Um, Packers coach. Well, he used to be uh, Packers coach. Mike Sherman. Yeah. We had to falling out with, um, with what's the guy's name? Um, quarterback. Why can't I think of his name? Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Oh, Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it should be. It should. I'm. I'm interested to see. He's not um, one of those. Um, uh, what's the Mike Sherman? Where did I get Sherman from? Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, um, he's not one of those guys that's gonna play the radio. I think with Jerry and be in his pocket. Hopefully, um, he doesn't seem to be that kind of guy. So I'm hoping, you know, he tries to, you know, put some firm, you know, boundaries in place between owner slash GM and, you know, the actual coaching. But Jerry's still the GM, so we'll see how that plays out. And we'll see. So far, he's it looks like he's given him a bit of flexibility with some of the, um, the hires for the um, other coordinator positions Mm. so um yeah so looking um forward to that i was actually 
kind of hoping initially that we'd be able to steal Belichick away. Not, yeah, but right. I don't that. think that's happening. But I was thinking because I don't think he's pretty much done everything that he could do with the Patriots. So I was like, maybe he's well, looking for a challenge. No, no, because <laughs> the way I understood, the way I read Belichick was his Super Bowls were tied to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing with Jimmy Garoppolo when uh, Belichick brought in Garoppolo mm-hmm. those years back was he was supposed to be the replacement for Tom Brady mm-hmm. and Tom Brady didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady buddied up with the owner Kraft and Kraft Garoppolo out of there. So yeah. I think that rubbed Belichick the some wrong. kind of way yeah. to where him and then at, I don't know if it was retaliation, but then that, uh, Tom Brady's on that big health kick mm-hmm. and he had his own personal trainer mm-hmm. that was in and out of locker room in and out of facilities and then Belichick was like nah bruh get that out so he can't he kind of not not prohibited but put prohibited. some of the kibosh on his him, you know him the, running the team he's right, like so, I run the show not you so my understanding was Belichick and Brady outside of being Co-workers uh-huh. ain't all that buddy buddy. Yeah. So I think Belichick wants to. My impression is he wants to stay with the Patriots, get Brady out of there, and get a nun, and no get another young guy gun. in there, and then win some more mm. to prove it that, wasn't just Brady. Right. Right. Because um, people because people know that it ain't just Brady. Right. But you know they attribute equally the success of the Patriots to Belichick and, and Brady. Brady, you know, so, so this is his, so that's his challenge. Cause I was yeah. like, he has to come up with a new challenge. What he's doing now is yeah. not moving his legacy forward. So, so maybe he's trying is, not to be tied to Brady anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to get him out. He's been trying to get him out of there for, and again, like I said, the Garoppolo pick mm-hmm. trading up to get him, was was like, look, this is the new dude. And right. Brady was like, no, nah, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but that's the thing, Tom Brady, you're like, what, is he like 42 now? Yep. Yeah. Like, dude, you know your time is coming to but an end. He's a sore loser, man. He is a sore loser. I'll tell you, I don't know. Let me look it up before I say it. You know what? I'm going to say it. And then if I'm wrong, I'll recant. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, the Pro Bowl is this week, right? Uh-huh. Bet money Tom Brady ain't at the Pro Bowl. No, he ain't going. Because the Pro Bowl is like for the losers. Because the people, everybody, because everybody playing, who's top tier, they still well, playing or are going to be in the Super gonna Bowl. Be in, yeah. Everybody that's supposed to be in the biggest game is is not in the Pro Bowl. And if you at the Pro Bowl, I mean, of course, it's not like this. But to Brady, it's like, no, nah, I ain't hanging out with y'all. Losers. I'm not second string. I'm Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> so let me, well, let me look that up to make sure he won't <laughs> be down there. But I'm pretty sure because you know people are starting to talk about all the skills challenges, even though nobody watches the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. I kind, you know, when you're watching Sports Center and all these other news shows, people are starting to talk about what's going on down at the uh, Pro Bowl, especially when they news breaks mm-hmm. like for instance with antonio brown yeah this new thing is going on with him getting a warrant and everybody people oh. are asking the nfl players what they think and they're all down at the pro bowl so it's like well let's just go down there and ask them what they think but they ain't asking tom brady because i guarantee you he's not there. I, he's probably not there but he does he's kind of like a media hog so to speak he wants people to talk about him right and now that he's not in the super bowl he's likely probably not going to the pro bowl Somebody, he got to find somebody to talk to. He got to do something or maybe he's got to be, I doubt he even be, have anything to do with the actual Super Bowl. Um, no, no. Again, like I said, he, he, the only reason why he's at the Super Bowl is if he's playing 
And if he ain't at the Super Bowl, he ain't no place he ain't else. No, he ain't nowhere near it. <laughs> because he ain't never not. Yeah. It's been so long since he's not been in the Super Bowl, winning or not, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let me, I'm going to look that up to make sure because I ain't seen nothing about Tom Brady at the Pro Bowl at Mm-mm. all. And I could be wrong. Y'all, uh, yeah, yep. First, I did a Google. <laughs> Tom Brady Pro Bowl 2020. The first result, Tom Brady is absent from the 2020 Pro Bowl. Of course. <laughs> it's like, bro, you, you got time and they don't. It's not like full on contact. Nobody's not going to hurt you. You'll be all right. But he, mm-hmm. The second one, Tom Brady misses out on Pro Bowl. <laughs> but why, bro? Uh-huh. You can be there. You ain't got nothing else to do. Uh-huh. You at home on the couch. Yeah, buddy. He could, he could show up. So anyway. All right. That's my little tidbit about that. <laughs> all right. So let's actually get into the show. We'll talk about the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. And we got a, we got a couple things. Actually more in the lowdown than any place else. But this first story I wanted to bring up was because it seems like Apple has kind of backed off mm-hmm. of its hard stance against providing uh, consumer data to third parties, specifically in this case, the FBI. Mm-hmm. And they're really not letting the FBI into the actual phone like they want them to, but they're giving them options to, um, well, let me, let, me, let me say it right. Apple has scrapped plans to completely encrypt consumers iCloud data so they they encrypt the data that's local onto the device so the phone so the so the information on your phone, phone is, is safe is secure encrypted end to end all that nobody stuff. can get in even the FBI even Apple themselves but the iCloud data which is in the cloud that's a different story so it seems like um Apple has decided to uh, close this loophole by versus doing in the end encryption. And I think the story that I'm reading on the verge, um, a former Apple employee is saying, because, you know, Apple didn't want to aggravate the FBI further by locking it out of iCloud backups. And this is the source. They decided they weren't going to quote unquote, poke the bear anymore. So of course, Apple, I don't know how their relationship is with, the government, specifically this organ, this administration, uh-huh. but of course the, um, I think the attorney general, uh, yeah, attorney general William Barr, Ugh. uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> he <laughs> made um, statements that Apple has provided no substance, sub- substantiates, blah, blah, substantive uh, assistance to FBI when it comes to. Uh, getting into getting into devices Mm -hmm. specifically as it relates to you know uh, attackers you know they had the the San Bernardino um, um, uh, thing last year Mm -hmm. and then they had most recently this one at the uh, Pensacola naval base uh, in December where Mm -hmm. the guy shot up the naval base right and in both of those cases the FBI claims that we um, well not, not the FBI the attorney general, William Barr and Donald Trump claims that Apple really ain't trying to help them out instead of, you know, helping us get all these quote unquote killers, drug dealers and other violent criminals. Apple hasn't done any sort of substantial, substantive assistance to the FBI. So this source that from Apple is saying, well, this is Apple's kind of way to say, hey, we're not going to give you all the access, but we'll give you we'll comply and 
give you this iCloud backup information. So, so we'll, it's like Tim, you know, how he did with the whole when they opened the new, what was it, center? Uh, the, what was it we talked about a couple months ago? They opened a, they didn't open a new um, factory. They oh, yeah, reopened yeah, yeah. something and yeah, they yeah. had him there to hold the plaque or whatever. Right, right, so this right. is kind of their way of saying, okay. All right, calm down. Calm we'll, down, we'll relax. Give, we'll throw you a bone. Right. And you know what? I Because when I when I read the article, there was a link to the whole San Bernardino thing. So Apple didn't give them the access to the phone that they wanted, but the... Um, they complied. No, they came up with their own tool. W- w- right. And then other people came up with their own tool outside of the FBI. And then Apple found the loophole as to how they were doing it mm-hmm. and cut them out. So Apple's stance is, no, we're never going to give you access to the phone. To the phone. But we'll give you access to data that's stored on mm-hmm. our servers if users opt in to using iCloud as data backup. Backup. For, as a backup. Right. right. So we'll we'll talk about it a little later. That goes into my my hookup tip for this week. Yeah, but honestly, <laughs> for me, it's like um, people's cloud, uh, iCloud backup normally isn't big enough to house their phone backup. Well, unless the, you the, buy the extra space, they make it so cheap to where you can get like I just did it over the holiday. Um, I signed up for the two terabytes worth of uh, uh, iCloud data, mm-hmm. and it's like nine dollars a month. Uh, yeah, I think I got the. Yeah old school like 20 gigabyte i think from way back when but i was like Mm-mm. i don't want my stuff floating around the cloud right because right, right. you've seen the people get hacked right and not and just that it's just stuff. again again my skepticism my conspiracy theory hat on it's like i you give anybody an inch they'll take a mile especially so. with this particular government and i think that maybe some of the issue with apple is you're saying you're doing it for killers and murderers and, and, and rapists dealer, right. and all that stuff but who's to say that you're going to stick to that once we give you the access we're just gonna you know make it a free-for-all and if and if say the person who's in the big seat says well now i don't like this person so let's go see what's on their phone or or whatever the case may be whatever random thing that he comes up with i'll make it more practical you know they had this whole ice thing with trying to find all the ice crackdowns and imagine if they could get into people's phones or get people's access to the data who they're trying to quote unquote you know, uh, who are in the United States illegally, legally mm-hmm. or illegally, mm-hmm. they decide they want to further the investigation or widen the investigation and say, okay, well, we know these people are buying iPhones. Why don't we try to get their data to find out their location to figure out where they are, figure out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, who knows what they'll do with that again. Yeah, you just never know what the remic- what the long-term ramifications are. And like I said, particularly with this, administration before mm-hmm. you could give them some benefit of the doubt like okay they'll, they'll probably be right by it and and not even in this administration not not exclusive totally exclusively exclusive to this administration if you give anybody power they're going to use it yeah anybody power you, like you said you give them an inch they take them five ten miles i mean why because they we? can because and they, they and they have the access you so. have the access you have the data who who isn't going to not use it for their purposes? Yeah, for, for to benefit them, whether it's to make more money mm-hmm. or whether it's to be, you know, an a-hole and just say, I don't like this person, so I'm going to go and do this to them. I mean, you know? you, I mean, we've seen how this whole, you know, the whole, um, 
what's going on now the, the whole the impeachment, impeachment trial and the reason why is because they had some information that they wanted to get mm-hmm. from this you know from the ukraine from ukraine so it's like all right well let's make a deal yeah. You know, why wouldn't they if they had if they had information it. on a phone or on somebody's data? It's like, you know what? Let's make a deal. Yep. I mean, it's not far fetched. Not know? at all. Again, I'm, and I'm not, um, you know, um, making this exclusive to this administration. Any, I am. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, any any. But entity, in, honestly, in, honestly, any entity that has that mm-hmm. access, when you give. Like I said, sometimes you just can't give people a little bit of power because right. they don't know how to act. They just you know, out here wilding out. You know, and, you know, just to add to the story, uh, I'll just read directly from The Verge. In meetings with the agency, this is Apple, FBI officials told Apple that the plan would harm its investigations. The FBI and other law enforcement bodies regularly asked Apple to decrypt iCloud data. And in the first half of 2019, they requested access to thousands of accounts Apple says it complies with 90% of such requests. So even in that example, mm. it's like, you know, uh, they'll ask Apple for one thing before that, before you know it, they're asking for thousands of accounts, mm-hmm. not even 1% of which we're privy to. Right. You know, so we're only privy to like the two cases that I, you and I mm-hmm. mentioned. Imagine what other information that they're trying to get. You know, Just, imagine if they had access, carte blanche oh. at access. So, and I mean, no, but I don't think nobody should have that kind of access. No, because I mean, our our privacy is not an exclusive right, but there is, and it's wording, not guaranteed. But there is wording in the Constitution, similar to the Second Amendment, that says we have we should we should feel comfortable that the government is not going to come in and inquire. And I'll look it up specifically, right. but the Fourth Amendment makes uh notes to our privacy specifically mm-hmm. from the government right so you know all right so yeah that's all just wanted to let y'all know that apple is kind of in a in a in a in a way you know easing its stance on the data that it collects from its users so do you think they may be able to walk some of this back um, walk some is back in it as, as far, far as, as or as far as um giving the government access to the iCloud data. Well, like change your mind. Yeah, I mean, at any time they could and say, you know what, we've gotten mountain mounting uh concern from our users. Mm-hmm. You know who's paying for it. You know, and we've decided that we're going to. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, Apple claims to be on good graces with the government so uh, for whatever reason well not for whatever reason the china trade wars because mm-hmm. you could definitely see this administration saying oh okay so is that how you want to play it tariffs iphones skyrocket so on and so forth so but then hey come take a picture with us right and right. then all of a sudden all as well so i could see you know apple not wanting to quote unquote po- poke the bear but mm-hmm. we'll see What's, what a sort of backlash Apple gets from users yeah. who now know that their iCloud data could possibly be turned over to the government for whatever reason. It can incriminate you. Right. Or not. Like, 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 like past history has shown, you don't have to be innocent to be thrown in jail. Nope. <laughs> so take that little tidbit how you want to use it. Yep. <laughs> you do not have to be innocent to be thrown in jail. Not at all. So. People can take things and mm, spend them their own uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. And, and. You're screwed. Uh-huh. So, all right. Yeah. So that's what I want to do about that. Uh, let's see. Speaking of, I'll uh, go out of order here. Speaking of hacks, 
uh, Jeff Bezos, his iPhone was hacked. And this is going back to, you know, when that whole uh, thing came out about him having an affair mm-hmm. with his wife and um, and as a result, she got all these billion millions of dollars in a divorce settlement. Well, all that kind of came from Jeff Bezos had a relationship with who's this guy? The uh, he was um, his friend's wife that he ended up having the affair with that he's with now. Right. But what happened was um, Saudi Arabia, the prince, Prince Mohammed bin Salam from Saudi Arabia was upset at the Washington Post, which mm. Jeff Bezos owns, mm. because they were putting pressure on Saudi Arabia as it relates to something and have to that um, how they treat their journalists. Oh, yeah, because of the guy who got killed, Kasa Kasoji, something like that. Well, what Sorry to butcher y'all's name, but. Yeah, we're sorry. But what happened was. The prince himself reached out to Jeff Bezos and they had a relationship, some mm-hmm. sort of, you know, um, uh, over WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. And this, according to this, uh, this forensic scientist, data scientist that Jeff Bezos hired to find out who hacked my phone mm-hmm. and leaked those pictures with him and his mistress was causing get broken up. Um. They were trying to get information on him. To say, hey, you need to chill with your coverage of the journalists over here. Mm-hmm. So let's find out how we can get some information. So he befriended him. Befriended him. To get the information. Sent him, sent Jeff Bezos a text message via WhatsApp with a video link in it. Click on the link. Don't be clicking on these <laughs> random links, Jeff y'all. Jeff Bezos, the CEO the billionaire. Of, of Amazon, the, one of the biggest tech companies on Got earth. Got clickjack. <laughs> clicking on links in WhatsApp. That embedded some information on his phone, which enabled them to pull information mm. from the phone, yep. found the information about him having the affair, pushed, pushed, had to put pressure on Bezos. To and, chill. And then Bezos was like, nah, nah, I'm chilling, and put the information out himself, mm-hmm. which led to him getting divorced, which led to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> But he was like, I did it on my own terms. Right, I'm right. blowing my own stuff up. Right, which is fair, but at the same time, it's like, why are you clicking on stuff? In WhatsApp from people Why? you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. And you know that he's the crown prince of a country that Th- they you don't are, play. that you are, no, that you know that one of your publications is on their butt. Yeah. Yep. Like you got it. You didn't think that was suspect that mm-hmm. all of a sudden now he's all buddy, buddy, but you out here just castigating his country left and right. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Use some common sense. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to <laughs> put that out there. Just how, how untechy it is to hack somebody as high up as Jeff Bezos by just giving them a a link to click on. And what's that? Yeah. Again, don't click on these links that you don't know where they they originated from. Right, right. Before you click on a link, you can view view the link. mm -hmm. And you can see if the link looks a little funny. But even if, even then, mm -hmm. they can, you know, hackers are so clever. They can make things look like they're official and real to get people to click on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, just don't be clicking on no random links. Yep. So, yep. So that's how it, that just wanted to put that out there. That's how a that tech whole, tip too. Yeah. Yeah. How that whole thing felt. That's how you can get got mm-hmm. easily. Yep. So I just want to put that out there. How, how, uh, how untechy it was that Jeff Bezos got hacked and how the, all the blowout. So we're, I'm not Jeff Bezos. 
you know, but imagine I, of course, I don't think I have anything important on my phone, but Mm. if somebody gets access to your phone, you never know what sort of, uh, mess that could cause, you know, whether you, whether you're running a, a multi-million dollar tech company and a, you know, a, a leading, um, news organization or not. So crazy. But, yeah. I just want to put that story out there. Be careful out in these technology streets. Cause if Jeff Bezos can get hacked, so can you. You can too. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So yeah, just wanted to put that out there. So we'll go to this next story about Apple, uh, may be forced to ditch the lightning cable. So for those who don't know, the lightning cable is a little small charge Flat. cable. Yeah, yeah. That Apple has been using for a while now, mm-hmm. but it looks like the uh, members of the European Parliament urged the European Commission on Monday to force tech giants to adopt a single universal charging method. So, you know, there's USB-C, there's USB-C mm-hmm. out there, there's micro USB, and then there's just like uh, lightning, which is like the three like major ones out there. So the European Commission is kind of leaning on people to like, y'all need to adopt a standard um, cable for data transfer. So possibly that can mean Apple may have to in the near future, which the European Union, a lot of people say, well, I ain't got to do with us. We're America. European Union has always been on the forefront of consumer advocacy. Mm -hmm. I'll give them that. They've cracked down on Microsoft. They've cracked down on Google before about as it relates to data, that whole GDPR thing Mm -hmm. that companies have to go through to where you put your information in a newsletter, sign up. They have to actually specifically tell you what they're going to use your data for. And at any time you can opt out and they have to scrub all your data that Mm -hmm. come that came from the European Union. So however the European Union kind of leans is where the rest of the country goes. Right. So you could see, I'd say in the next maybe year or two that Apple may have to actually stop using the lightning port and and adopt another um, option, which isn't too far off anyway, because you can see how uh, Apple is already using USB-C for their laptops. Mm -hmm. They're going USB-C for their iPad pros. Mm -hmm. So that's not a far stretch to say, you know, Apple's not already going that way anyway, Yeah, but they may have to get there a little bit faster. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I think since they now have USB-C on, um, on the new iPad pros, Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, that's where they may be going. And honestly, this whole thing may be beneficial to Apple because I know when they switched over to the lightning port, not, and got rid of the, the, uh, three and a half millimeter jack, Mm -hmm. people were complaining. So this may be something for them to say, see, it's not us. We would keep it this way and we wouldn't change anymore, but we're being forced to. Right. So it may be, you know, it, it may be a little bit of a headache, but it may be like, Ooh, we can change everything and it won't be as bad and, and we won't have so much backlash because we're being told we have to. Or or charge some more money for the next iPhone with USB-C as one of their new features, mm-hmm. you know. We had to do it. We hate to upcharge you, but we had to. Mm-hmm. So, the council yeah. said we had to, so that's what we're doing. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, be on the lookout for the next. I should have put this as one of my predictions, uh, predictions that the iPhone, what is it, iPhone 12? The iPhone 12 will be USB-C. I doubt it, but um, because they're probably already three fourths of the way done with production, yeah, they're probably ready to whatever the case may be. But maybe the iPhone 13 in 2021 will be USB C. So we'll have to see if Apple is forced to uh, leave the Lightning port back, or do they actually 
announce it before they're forced. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's see what else we got. I think the last thing from the lowdown is, again, popularity of the Apple Watch. Uh, it helped in one particular Kentucky woman's case um, diagnose her with atrial fibula- fib- fibrillation. Atrial AFib is the short one. I can't. I'm getting so tired. Atrial tongue- fibrillation. Yeah, I think my, that's what I'm it so is. so tired. Tongue tied today. Atrial Fibrillation. <laughs> AFib. I'm calling it AFib from here on out because I can't get it Fibulation. out. Fibrillation. Yes. <laughs> so the way it happened was back in t- 2018, uh, she received the Apple Watch from Christmas, uh, you know, uh, set it all up. Uh, I'd say about five, it says five months later in 2019, um, she, uh, I'll do the quote, I'll quote from the actual story. I just fell asleep in my chair and my watch vibrated, said the Styles, the user. When I looked at it, it said it had detected AFib and I needed to see a doctor. Um, and this is her quotes. I felt tired. I was run down. I had no energy. I would get up in the mornings. I could do a little bit uh, stuff around the house. But then after a few minutes, I'll have to go sit down in a chair and it wouldn't be long before I would fall asleep. So once she got this alert from her phone, I mean, from her watch, rather, she went to the doctors and the doctors confirmed that she had AFib. So then mm. this is back after this is after Apple added AFib detection on the Apple Watch's health related features in 2018. The Apple Watch Series 4 and Series 5 users can perform simple EKG measurements, which will alert users if it detects an issue. So, again, there are some benefits to using an Apple Watch outside of just <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon and having one, especially right. if you have heart issues, if your family has heart issues. You know, we've already talked about how it saved people when they fell mm-hmm. and they detected a fall, you know. So it's just cool that, you know, technology that, you know, is negli- negligible as far as do we need it or not? Mm. But it sounds like this is actually the Apple watch in these cases is actually coming up with something that would benefit you if you had it versus not. Right. You would much rather have something that would, you know, you know, potentially save your life rather than, than not. Right. Right. So there's a benefit there. Yeah. (laughs) I think so. Yeah. All right. So I think that's all we got for the lowdown. Uh, let's move into, uh, second string here. So, uh, going back to the Jeff Bezos story and you clicking on stuff. <laughs> so there's a new uh, texting scam uh, going out, of course, around the holiday season. Everybody's ordering packages. You're getting mm-hmm. stuff from Amazon, getting stuff delivered via UPS, uh, the post office, which I'm thoroughly upset with because they lost a package that I was sending back that I was supposed to get a refund of about $100 on that I have to eat because oh, U- UPS... Yeah just lost my package and they said our bad did Oops. you get did you get insurance i'm like no i didn't get insurance well Sorry. sucks to be you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a whole nother story that's i'm i don't want to go out go there don't want to go off script right so story for another day all right so get back to the story it uh, looks like there's a new scam that's going through fedex to where if you get this text message that says your package with tracking code so and so and so is set to be delivered. Click this link to set delivery preferences, and then you open up this link, and it says something along the lines of "You've been entered into a special reward. All you got to do is enter your information, and you collect this reward." 
and actually that's going to happen and they're going to (laughs) (laughs) force you or or trick you into giving up your information uh, from credit card information to addresses to, you know, um, any sort of information that they can build up a profile for you and then actually, you know, uh, steal your credit or, you know, open up credit cards in your name, whatever the case may be. So basically the way it works is you click this link, takes you to this other page and by entering in your address and your credit card number and agreeing to pay a shipping fee for your quote unquote prize, you're also signing up for a 14 day trial that turns into some hundred dollar reoccurring subscription for a range of products, which then you'll continue to get billed for every month until you figure out how to cancel this payment. So basically what they're doing is they're signing you up for this subscription that you only signed up for by tricking you into thinking you've won some sort of prize, entering your credit card information, which is a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're inf- taking your information. So currently there doesn't seem to be a clear pattern as to how the perpetrators of this scam are targeting p- potential victims uh, as people with both iOS and Android phones have reporting receiving fraudulent texts. Some victims even say that they hadn't even ordered packages recently and that these scam texts just show up on their phone randomly. So, again, if you're getting something and you don't recognize what it is, do not click on it. And then going further, if you're not sure and you clicked on it because you're not sure, don't give up any personal information. Don't give them any information that you didn't. That you didn't set out to give. Right, right. And the story keeps going as to, I'll just keep reading. However, if you pay attention, there are some telltale signs that you might be getting scammed. Most importantly, FedEx tracking numbers are all 12 or 15 digits, as opposed to the shorter 10-digit codes seen in text messages from people who are actually hit by the scam. Additionally, FedEx tracking numbers are almost always all numbers. So if you see any alphanumeric tracking numbers, that should also serve as a potential warning. Finally, a link from FedEx sends you to a random survey promising prizes. That's also a dead giveaway every time. And if you still have any doubts, your best bet is to go to FedEx website and then enter the tracking numbers in yourself. Don't actually use a link or other referral methods directly. So that's, that's the final thing. And then, Finally, if you do get hit with the scam, you can help prevent others from being targeted by reporting the number in Android and iOS, which should help Google, Apple, and your wireless provider better provi- better identify the source of the spam and block spam texts before they reach your phone. So just be careful out here. Just don't be clicking on stuff. And I know clicking on stuff. I know people be clicking on things. Like I do tech support all day long and I'm trying to walk somebody through something. And before I can walk them through it, they done clicked on they done clicked on. I'm like, I didn't tell I you, didn't you to click, click on that. I did not tell you to click on that. My mama is a good one <laughs> for clicking on stuff in emails <laughs> and texts. I'm like, stop clicking on stuff. Good grief. So I can imagine people clicking on stuff and then, ooh, let me just enter this information and I get a prize. I'm just going to ask for it. They're just mm-hmm. asking for it. So what could go wrong? Uh-huh, Lots. Uh-huh. So. Just be careful out there. If you think you're getting a package from FedEx, I know it's the season to be getting packages, but just pay attention. Yes, please pay attention. All right. All right. So that's that's that. Let's let's, let's look in this next story. So Clearview app lets strangers find your name info with a snap of a photo. So what's what's going on with this story? So I saw this on Twitter and I I I was like, this is. This is strange. So there's this new um, uh, app called um, Clearview, 
and it's from a startup called Clearview AI. So what this app does is allows you, for right now, the only people who have access to this um, is um, law enforcement agencies, um, including, including, the FBI. including the FBI. We just talked about them. Right. So what can happen is, so say, you know, how law enforcement some kind of time can do. Say there's a group of uh, people hanging out on a corner. Hey, what are those guys doing? Right. I don't know. Looks suspicious to me. Why? I don't know. They can snap um, your photo, you know, with, you know how people just can randomly take pictures. And what snapping that photo of your face will give them, it will give them your name and your address. And, some, and it says other details, but it doesn't um, necessarily say what the other details are. But we know for sure it can get your name and your address. So... What this app does is they're saying that they're going to get, they're getting your data, probably your your pictures and those type of things from Facebook, Venmo, YouTube, and, and other prob- sites. Not probably, they are. So you know your profile picture. Mm-hmm. And most people put their best picture on you know, mm-hmm. Facebook or the, your different types of pictures. So they have all different versions of your face. So it's not just one straight angle. They got it from the side. They got it from the front. I mean, they have all different angles. And it's across multiple sites that we all use Mm -hmm. because we are a social media generation. So what this does is it gives, it creates a database of, of information that law enforcement can quickly use to to, to essentially identify you. Right. So on the on the positive side is, hey, someone's being mugged, or let kidnapped, me, or, or kidnapped, abducted. or whatever, whatever the case right. may be. Let me snap this picture, picture, and I can immediately find out who this person is. On the flip side, mm-hmm. we know all of the many ways that this can go downhill, similar to what we already talked about with you know getting access to to backups if they have unfettered access to your um, iCloud data. What this could entail. And so my thing is, so say, sure, we're only using this now for, for the government, only law enforcement agencies and those type of folks have access to this. Who's to say that, you know what, this can be a money-making thing and it goes outside of the quote unquote protective shell of law enforcement and FBI. Say this goes mainstream or someone, some other company says, Hey, this is a good idea. Let's do this, but not just for police, for anybody can ha- who can have it. My concern is the precedent that this is setting for someone to be able to snap your photo and have instant access to your personal details, meaning who you are, where you live and whatever these mysterious other details are. So they're saying that it's not available to the public, which is good. But um, according to this article that we're reading from CNET, um, and the, the original article was the New York Times. So reading from the article, it says the Clearview app isn't available to the public, but the Times says police officers and Clearview investors think it will be in the future. Yep. So yeah, it says technology isn't int- intended. The key word is intended mm-hmm. only for use by law enforcement and security per- personnel. It is not intended for the use by the general public. So there's the key word there. Intent. And, and don't get me wrong. I thinking back to all of the conversations that we've had on the podcast as it relates to data, as it relates to how, who has access to the data. I get it. We could sound 
uh, what's the word, um, not trusting of the government. And I understand and recognize that in technology like this could be used for all time, all kinds of things that scenarios could help, yeah. all that could help us in the, in, you know, for whatever reason, like I said, the, I'm reading through the story and, uh, it says the law enforcement officers say they've used the app to solve crimes from shoplifting to child sexual exploitation to murder. And I get it. That's good. I we get want it. that. And there, with this, there's always a positive and negative. So the positive side is we're going to catch the bad guys. But the downside to this is it's a, it's only intended for law enforcement, and it's not intended for use by the general public. With technology, it's impossible for us to say no. And there's a there's more than a good chance that this could be used. And I'll quote from the story they've also warned that facial recognition technologies in general could be used to conduct mass surveillance hmm. that's not a far stretch i don't no. know we've like we we've already met- see it we have cameras everywhere uh-huh. i know i had a blowout on a tire and i was i called 511 to like get the hero people to come and she asked me where i was so there was from my where i was i didn't see any cameras she was able to pinpoint my location. She's like, oh, yeah, there I go. There you go. I see you. Uh-huh. Right. And this was like at 10 o'clock at night yeah. on a busy interstate. This was on 285. She could pinpoint me from wherever she was in whatever call center location. Right. So it's already out there in small pockets and, and doses. Yep. And they're using it in uh, Atlanta specifically. I was reading a story over the weekend or maybe two weeks ago. About how there are some, uh, they call them parking lot cops, and they've hoisted up these big cameras in these huge shopping mall, shopping center, shopping area parking lots to where it's just a camera. And any, you know, it can has a 360 view of the entire parking lot, and it will thwart, you know, um, people from getting robbed in the, in the parking lot, mm-hmm. possibly people getting abducted, all sorts of things. So, right. all that to say, the technology's here, it's not going anywhere. We're going to use it. Yeah. We just hope and we just make sure that we voice our opinions yeah. to let people know. It's like, hey, you know, this is good. This is technology that's coming. This is the future. But at the same time, we want to make sure that it's used um, uh, de- decently and it's used in a manner that's going to protect us and, um, you know, uh, look out for our best interests versus using it for anything just because this is what they decide right. that they want to use it for, you and- know. Yeah, and for me, I I always see things from the lens of, well, one of the lenses of being a woman. For me, I don't know, you know, if you're out or, you know, you get catcalled all the time. You have, like, creepy guys following you, you know, wherever you are. My thing is, so now, you know, people can kind of follow you and harass you and that kind of thing, but you can kind of get away from them. Uh-huh. So say this guy, you say you at dinner or at a restaurant with your friends or even at a club. Some guy comes up to you, try to holler at you, try to talk to you like, nah, bro, I'm good. And then he gets in his little feelings about it because, you know, experience has shown Mm. that's what some people do. Right. He can snap your photo. He don't have to say nothing else to you that night. He can snap your photo and he knows where you live. Mm -hmm. He knows what your name is. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, it's that's where, unfortunately, it's come to that. But that's where my mind goes. It's like, how can I you know, make sure that I'm protected and I'm safe wherever I am moving about, you know, doing just my every normal, every 
normal things, you know, everyday things. And, you know, it's, it's scary that this could even be a possibility. Now it's not even the thing where, you know, you say, you know, you shoot a guy down and it's just like, okay, fine. Well, I don't have to talk to you, but he can easily, you know, you think it's done. You think it's over. Oh, well he, he went away. He left me alone. But Mm -hmm. on the, on the flip side of it, now I got your picture and I know your name and I know where you live. Right. I mean, um, and you know, if we're bringing this, making this more personal, like you mentioned, you know, being a woman, you know, being an African-American, we've already had technology that can't really identify us based on our pigment Skin tone, yeah. and it can return false matches mm-hmm. because I mean, it's technology. It ain't a human eyes. Right. So the technology could possibly give you a false match bias. You know? We've and, talked about it before mm-hmm. bias in tech. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not far fetched to say that while, you know, good in, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Intent. Right. Yep. So, and then we've already mentioned it is not intended for the use only it's only intended for the use of law enforcement is not intended for general public. But again, like I said, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So like I said, uh, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I'm spreading the word, let people know that, Hey, you know, we need to make sure that our government, our lawmakers, you know, our technology companies are making sure they're looking out for our best interests. And they're doing their due diligence with, with doing, right, exactly. you know, this, this type of work, because I mean, there is definitely a good aspect to it, but we just need to make sure that we're not just being tunnel vision and mm-hmm. looking at only the good that can come of this. Right. Well, so, all right, that's, that's all we got this week for th- this weekend conspiracy theory. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's move over to For the Culture. Did you watch the A Fall from Grace um, Tyler Perry movie on Netflix? I watched it, but I didn't watch it. I didn't physically, I didn't actually go into my Netflix and log in and watch it. But from all the memes and the conversations on the social medias, I feel like I've seen the whole thing. I saw one person that was like, if you watch the first minutes of the movie and the last 18 minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. you know, everything that happened. Right. You don't need to watch anything in between. Well, yeah. So I am. So I, I'm the same way, you know, just based on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all the memes and mm-hmm. all the conversations people have had, you know, on top of the previews, you pretty much know what's going to happen, especially if you follow how Tyler Perry does his all his plays movies, are the same. And his movies, it all TV shows, falls in. it's all the same. So I guess my question was going to be: with all of the positives and benefits and accolades that we have given to Tyler Perry, you know, for opening up that studio, that big studio in mm-hmm. Atlanta, from that naval uh, army base that was sitting there, take you know, mm-hmm. riding from the fact that he's put on so many popular, you know, now popular artists Mm -hmm. and, you know, from all the, you know, all the, 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 the trails he's blazed Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, owning your own company and, you know, all the things you've done, you know, at, you know, they say that the bigger you are, the harder you fall Mm -hmm. are people who are, who have never liked Tyler Perry movies, who think they, they, uh, they play to a certain audience that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be, are the critiques of this recent movie, A Fall from Grace, are they people being haters 
because we see this guy doing well and want to we want to take him down because he's so popular specifically with the recent thing that he said that I don't hire any writers mm-hmm. I do all the writing myself and mm-hmm. the reason why I, I did a little bit of more research into that and he's told he's he's done an interview to where he's told stories to where you know he's tried to hire writers mm-hmm. you know he's tried to go with the with the, the screenwriters guild or I'm, I'm, I'm not the, the union, union the writers union. writers union and they burned him so many times to where he was like forget it I'm just going to do it myself, mm-hmm. you know, because he's been burned. You yeah. know, a lot of people gave him some flack for that. So all that to say, is this fair critiques of this, of his movie or is people being haters? So like I've said before, and also again, two, more than one thing can, can be, be true, true at the same time. Right. We can give him his accolades for, you know, all the things that you mentioned. Right. But we can also give him fair critiques of his, in my opinion, not so great works. Right. I right. mean, I I grow up. I grew up in a Southern Black family. They got the. T- we've seen all the Tyler Perry DVDs. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandma, my mom, they love the movies. I have. He's doing his farewell tour. I have family, friends, or friends of my parents and people I know who flocked to see the farewell thing. They mm-hmm. love it. They love him. He can't do no wrong. It's all right. gravy and all that kind of stuff. Me personally, I don't particularly like his brand of of work for a couple of reasons. One, I think he has some unresolved issues with black women. Okay. Because in all of his movies, he does black women so wrong. Right. And typically it follows the... The dark-skinned black woman is the evil, mean one. Okay. The light-skinned, you know, pull yourself by your bootstraps man comes in and saves. Saves the day. Saves the, saves the, you know, woman who has it, quote-unquote, seemingly all together. She's the professional or whatever, and she just needs a black man to love. And she can't find a black man to love except for... You know, the garbage man or the bus driver or the handyman, which is nothing is wrong with those professions. It's the way that he portrays them. And then the bad wigs on the men. Save the bras. Right. Let them use their real hair. Right. But I and, and I think, you know, even going to the conversation of the writer's room, he has the potential to hire so many people right. and give them you know the springboard to like say you know how he does with the and i think that's where i think the disconnect comes in right. he gives a springboard for actors mm-hmm. to launch and to go be super huge and super famous but he's not doing the same thing for writers directors and producers because he always writes he always directs and he always produces so while he's launching on the actor side he's not necessarily doing anything for the people on his side of the on his side of the table. True, true. Um counterpoint. <laughs> the reason why, well not the reason why. I there are a lot of companies, right? Mm-hmm. Who were started in their garage or started mm-hmm. in their basement mm-hmm. and they've grown into these multi-million billion dollar companies and then they decide they need to bring on board members and they decide that they need to go public and get on the stock market. And before you know it, you've got board members and you've got shareholders that say, mm-hmm. you know what? You ain't the best CEO. And they kick you out of your own company. 
We I've seen that done. Yeah. It was particularly with the men's warehouse. Remember that dude? Mm-hmm. You're gonna like the way I look, you uh-huh. guarantee it. He started that company from nothing. Yeah. And because of for whatever reason, I have to do the research as to why whatever happened, they decided you can't be CEO no more. They almost did it with Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to do Steve it with Jobs. Him. Right. <laughs> they kicked him out. He yeah. had to come back. Yeah. You know, so all that to say, that's a long way around to say if I was running a company. You can't tell me nothing, especially, not especially, but particularly in Tyler Perry's case, when he's proven that he has an audience and he's put people on. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, if he decides that he's going to do all the writing, producing and directing, mm-hmm. I, you would, you would think that people say, all right, well, you know, I can't look, I can't be mad at you. Cause if I had my own company, I would do whatever the case may be too. But at the same time, like you said, I think it's fair for people to say, hey, it's just not good. That wasn't a good move. Now, again, I can't I I did not um, see a fall from grace directly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, some of the people that I trust. Wouldn't. So I am a continuity freak. Oh, well, oh then you, well, we, well, then you can't like, watch none of his movies. Then. I am. I've, <laughs> I've seen them. But so, so that's the thing. I remember going to his plays when he wasn't, nobody knew about it. On him. the Chitlin circuit, as I yes, call it. I remember going to some of those plays and seeing him start from nowhere and mm-hmm. get all the way up. So, you know, I've never been the person to say, hey, I hate everything you do mm-hmm. because I don't like some of them. One of his, one of, one of the best movies he's did that pe- people probably, probably don't know he was behind was uh, A Family That Prays. That was a good one. He got that one right. He got that, that But one. he wasn't in that one. True. <laughs> so maybe that's the thing. So, But again, Tyler Perry Studios, if I was, if it was Terrence Gaines Studios, I'd be in every movie too. <laughs> but the thing is, I think for him, I think he may know mm-hmm. that if he were to like invite, and I think that's his issue with the people that he invited in to help. Mm-hmm. He had his vision. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. And if someone came in with an opposing a, vision, or, or fresh idea, or or fresh, he's like, no, that ain't what I want. This is what I want. And right. that's probably why he had such an issue. And I know right. the article you were talking about, um, I heard about that article as well. I didn't read it because um, I was trying to find it because I heard somebody else talking about it. Mm-hmm. But he was saying when he hired the union writers, they were like, oh, they would do, they would write bad things. So he to could rewrite, to so rewrite they get because they get more money. Right. But then there were people that were in the room that said, there's nothing we can do to make this man happy. Right. So from his point of view is, oh, they, they were giving me bad stuff. Uh-huh. But on their side is, there's nothing we can write that's going to make him happy. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things where... For him, this model's working. It's made him millions and millions of dollars. And people ain't pe- he, people not going nowhere. He has the black church lady locked on lock. locked down. They not going nowhere. Right. And then like when he posted all the different scripts that he wrote in like a weekend or whatever, mm. you know, everybody was like, Man, this we know why your stuff isn't so good because you write it. And then somebody, oh, that's a hardworking black man. Look at him writing all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's going to be people on both sides right, for me. Right. I don't think that they're very good. Now, the family that prays, he got that one right. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. one was, that was, that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, again, like I said, I can, I would like to think that no matter everybody is not above critique right you know everybody could he needs a lot of them especially <laughs> especially if you are in entertainment yeah if he is in entertainment that's your job and, and he probably knows which is why a lot of this doesn't affect him as and he don't much. care because he still has money exactly but at the same time like 
going all the way back to this one, A Fall from Grace. Like I said, I'm a continuity nut. I watch movies all day long and be like, that cup wasn't sitting right there the last time. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, your hair. They got, oh, the meme of her in the same scene. I saw her that. hair flipping back and forth. So there's a scene where, I, again, I haven't seen it, so I don't know the exact context. But there's this person, I don't know if she's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. She, okay. and she's Who inter- went to community college, then to law school. <laughs> Just skip the regular four year. But anyway. Yep. She's interviewing some other lady. I don't know what this lady that's, is. That's Grace. Okay. Yeah. All right. And she's. And I don't know if she's in prison. I don't yeah, she's in jail. She's in jail. Mm-hmm. And they've got one scene where the lawyer lady is talking to the Grace. And she's having this conversation. And they flip back to the lawyer lady. Mm-hmm. And they flip back to the other lady. And her Completely hair, different wig. Totally different. <laughs> not even a little bit off. I mean, all the Completely way different wig. And the way my my I, I look for stuff like that, like small things. I'm like, he looked and they used that they used that scene twice and they didn't do it something. So I would have saw that and I would threw the remote through my TV. Well, you really would have <laughs> threw the remote with the guy who was uh, he was an extra in the background. He was drinking the water. I, I mean, was, he, they need to give him a real act now because he was drinking that air and, like it was and a real the food, no food on the fork. I <laughs> mean, chewing when he was doing the drinking, it, he didn't just put the cup up to his lip. He was actually you could see him swallowing and all this oh, kind of thing. Goodness. So yeah, so it's those kind of things, and they filmed it in five days. So yeah, that's what you get. But on the flip but side, but he had Netflix money. On the and on the flip and side, Netflix time. And people loved it. People say, I don't know what y'all talking about. This y'all is the best time. Tyler Perry movie ever. Y'all giving him a hard time. I loved it. It had some sort of twist at the end that I didn't see coming. You know. So all that to say, I, like you said, both things can be true at the same time. Yeah. You know, he could. You know, he deserves. All of the accolades that he has gotten, but at the same time, if you put out something, there's lots of room for improvement. People are people have the right to say, "Hey, I didn't like that," and they ain't have they don't have to be labeled as haters. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be labeled as, "Oh, you just hate the black kind of kick the black man that he's down." I've seen people say, "Black people always are tough on each other, and we ain't tough like that on you know other people when they do other things." I'm like, "Yeah, we one, are." I'm like, "Number one, yes, we do." <laughs> <laughs> And number two, we should be our own worst critics because it's catered to us. And (laughs) my thing is, you know, he's gone from, you know, pretty much nothing to the pinnacle. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me in that time frame from when he started to where he is now, he didn't grow or learn anything. Why are you still preaching to the least common denominator? Why aren't you trying to grow your audience? Or my thing is you have... You know, um, we were talking about this. Um, I was talking about this with some of my friends. It's like he has a huge platform in the black community. Uh-huh. He's a big advocate for mental health. You can slide some mental health things in there to start to like, if you can get the black church ladies on board with something. Mm-hmm, to go into therapy. To go into therapy. You can still have the church stuff in there because right. we need to pray. Yeah, we do. Right. But we also need to go to the doctor too. If you right. can start to slide some of those things Physical in there. Physical fitness health, and body Yeah. We could really, the way we talk to each other, the way we treat each other. I mean, he could really change a generation. If he wasn't the only one writing it, and the whole thing with the mo- with the show he has called Sisters or whatever on BET, mm-hmm. how you writing a movie or TV show about four distinctly different black women and you a black man, you don't have any input from black women on on this, and so you're white writing these so, black women from 
your male perspective. You're right. missing so much nuance. So maybe he don't need writers. Maybe he needs consultants and assistants. And in that way, he'll he can get out of the quote unquote, you know, they trying to play me writers thing that he is on, but still get that advice or that steering or that direction that you know and nobody's stopping from being executive producer you can still executive produce all of these shows but have a writer's room of diverse women for say sisters or for the oval which i heard is a hot mess what's this the oval the one he has where he doesn't it's the it's the one people keep trying to keep watching it's like they're like it's so bad it's so good you have to see i was like nope you're not sucking me and now he has this new show coming out called bruhs so i guess it's like the answer to sisters where it's like with the black man so i'm just like i can't do it but he's it's like mcdonald it's like fast food he's pushing this stuff out fast and cheap and he's getting paid so it's like what are you gonna do and what can you say and he's been talked about and trending on twitter for how long else this movie came out at least two three weeks how much engagement has Netflix got from this? Are they getting paid. Right. And he, knew, and he, and he, he knows it. He, he ain't done. And that's probably why he's like, I can throw this crappy stuff out here because I know they still going to watch it. I know they still going to talk about it. Well, so well. I can do the least amount of work and get the maximum amount of benefit. All right. I guess. I guess. So. I'm not into it. And I won't be seeing it. But I am getting I, my I, cackles to these memes and to these tweets. I'm almost tempted to watch it. Hate watch it. Just to say... I watched it, even though and that's what they're banking on people to do to get those views. But it's like you can't not. You can't not. <laughs> I'm not because I want to see for my own eyes how bad a lot of these transitions. I said I saw one about some fireflies at the end. Yeah, they're, they're photoshopped. Apparently, they're not real. Fireflies. I don't know if this is in this movie or not, but there's a scene to where somebody gets burnt up in the car, and I don't know if it's this movie or not, but. <laughs> The, the the car blows up, the car catches fire, and in the driver's seat, the crispy corpse, mm-hmm. but the car is brand spanking new. <laughs> oh my God. I had to go back and show you the picture. Or the thing about acrimony that people can't let go is like, apparently, Taraji gets on a boat, mm-hmm. but the boat is in the ocean, uh-huh. but she's dry. But she's on the boat, and she wasn't on the boat when it took off. Oh my goodness! And so, in the article that um, we were talking about before, that you know the 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 person was interviewing him mm-hmm. when they were talking about the actress and whatever, she kept asking him, "How did Taraji get on the boat?" Mm-hmm. And then he give her an answer. She said, "But that'll make sense because X Y Z." So how Taraji got on the boat? He gave him. A, so she was at him like, how did, him. "How did Taraji get on this boat?" And I think it was eventually one of those things where she she got on there. Don't ask me no more about this. <laughs> he was like, "I, you not gonna, you not gonna have me on here trying to explain my continuity issues because I don't have no explanation for it." Plot holes, plot holes. I can get around plot holes because it's like, all right, well, they have to do something to transition to this in the next important scene. But the continuity, all dry. You can ask Alondra. Dry. I was like, "Did you see that?" She'd be like, "What?" I rewinded. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "See that?" All right, now fast forward. I'm like, you know, you see that? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I don't see it. I'm like, look, look, they used the same scene two times. And it, so I would have. The, the hair thing would have, the hair thing would have. I would have burst into flames. Yeah, because I, I was watching the snippet and I was like, oh, because I was like, okay, the wig is probably a little bit different. It's not that big of a deal. I mean. But it's so obvious. And then, and then, like the, she, and then the person filming it busts out laughing. I was like, yeah. And then <laughs> one scene is she gets into the shower with, um. Uh, a wig that looked kind of janky and curly or whatever and she gets out of the shower and the wig is straight 
So it's like it should be the opposite. Why can't somebody somebody <laughs> on the set should have been like, hey, let's shoot that again. But no, he responded to that. So where did I see it? I saw it somewhere. Um, the person, I guess, who does the hair and makeup, shoot, where did I see it? She said that she brought up to him about the whole hair thing. He was like, I ain't got time to worry about no hair. Oh, my goodness. So. And so and they were like, oh, that's why. Well, we got I mean, five days to shoot this. I don't have time to worry about something like again, hair. But when it's all said and done, this is one of the things that I promote or just personally believe, like, good or bad. I did it my way. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody tell you. Can't no, you can't. Nobody can be attributed to your success. Mm-hmm. Nobody can get, be attributed to your downfall. You and only you. So if he rides this off into the sunset, he can stand up there and say, I did it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And if it turns into a train wreck, the same can be true as well. He can't, he can't blame directors. He can't blame his audience. He can't blame writers. He won't be able to blame nobody. But, but I think he thinks everything that he does is just that great. That is fine. And he got the money to prove it, so he's like, you can hate me or you can love me. I still got this money. His paycheck says it's working. So so we were were almost done for the culture, but then I forgot one thing, and I just thought of it. And since you are the the beehive, (laughs) I wanted to ask you about how you feel about everybody's not not canceling, but everybody's concern about this Ivy latest Park. Ivy Park Adidas collaboration mm-hmm. and the fact that they left off or did it not include it goes up to size XL it goes up the 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 bigger community what, yeah. what, what, the I plus mean, size community the plus the plus size <laughs> community that that they do not have plus sizes for this Beyonce Adidas collaboration how do you what, what so do you, i i do feel a way about it Um, because I know that Adidas is not a mom and pop brand. Mm -hmm. They can very well make things up through, you know, a multiple of sizes. And and Ivy Park stuff comes in plus sizes. And is it? No, I think Adidas. Adidas. Adidas comes. It's not because that was the that was the issue from some people with the last um, Ivy Park. It was like, oh well, she. This is just the first offering, so the next offering she'll have it. So this is the next offering, and she still doesn't have you know official plus sizes. But I will say some of the things that I've looked at, they look like they run pretty big. So if maybe you're a one X or a two X. You could probably get away with wearing some of the things, but for us to be in this size inclusivity and body positive, and you do have like, you have like Lizzo wearing some stuff. You have Ashley Graham who's wearing some stuff. So I don't know if those are custom pieces for them because they're celebrities and she wanted to get them out to her, which honestly that would make it worse if you're making special, because it was the whole thing is, did you get a box? Did you get an orange box? So my thing is if... She made an orange box for Lizzo, and they have an orange box for things in Lizzo size, but they don't have sizes for the general public mm-hmm. of Lizzo size to purchase. You know, it it definitely is a, a gap, and it definitely is something that I hope that they address. But I think the damage is already done because I follow. I've seen a lot of people 
tweet um about it mm-hmm. and saying you know how unfair it is and you know it's not like um they can't prepare for this it's not like they don't have the the capability to have outfits in you know larger than an XL so um yeah i think it i hope they fix it and and make it right but i know i saw some people posting it was like well if you look on the website you can see the higher sizes but all of those sizes are grayed grayed out out and they were never made available Mm -hmm. so i um yeah i it's definitely they missed the mark on that one and ivy park is unisex and you know beyonce is always looked out for well not looked out for she's very been she's been very inclusive yeah she's had plus size dancers yeah, band uh, members uh-huh. all those things and i don't i don't know where it came from to not go higher than an xl mm-hmm. or what the purpose behind that was and and then like i said adidas has they have plus size, size of the 4x so it's again like you said beyonce is no small fish and adidas is not some mom and pop shop yeah to where they could have easily you know made these things go up to uh 4x and my thing is even if they come back now and do like a seven wave because everything sold out in like six minutes apparently Uh uh um even if they do now a second wave that includes those sizes of course people are gonna buy it but i still think there's a stain on it and the fact that she did send Liz- I, for me I didn't I, I saw Lizzo and some of the stuff no the un- the things that she had I think that was some I think she mixed brands I think the um the the bra and panty thing she had I think that's Fenty uh-huh. yeah the un- the underwear that she has on that picture and it is that's jacket. Fenty and the jacket is Ivy Park oh uh, well no or it looks like in this and again we're running through this instagram post from lizzo that she put this is for rachel maybe she's saying that this whole this like you said this orange box wasn't even for her beyonce sent it to lizzo for her friend because looks like this person that's in In the the instagram post uh, the instagram post in this box is in the ivy park gear yeah, and what Lizzo has on, that's else. Fenty. The, yeah. That's her. That's Rihanna's latest offering for which, Valentine's Day. Which people were also saying that, well, if Rihanna can make uh, plus size for lingerie, mm-hmm. surely Beyonce could make regular athletic clothes for plus, size. plus sizes. And again, the whole issue that people already have, like with Peloton, for example, mm-hmm. it's like, why do we want to see commercials of skinny people exercising? Them ain't the people that, that need to be exercising. You need to get people who actually look like that they would possibly want to benefit from working out. And that's and how you honestly are going to get them to, to 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 buy into it. Because it's like, all right, well, I can look good like that and still exercise. I don't yeah. have to feel uncomfortable yeah. when I'm It'll, When I sit on the Peloton bike, I know it's going to be able to support me. Right, right. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I definitely think they mixed the mark. Now, the rollout itself was really good. I just think they missed the mark with not including, you know, anything higher than an XL. When it, I think the average size of a woman is like a fourteen. Right. And I think I don't even I don't even think a fourteen is an extra well, maybe a fourteen is an extra large. I don't know. Um, I don't know how that I don't know. But again, like you said, like you said with, you know, um Tyler Perry, both things could be true at the same time. You know, uh Beyonce could be a model for inclusivity and mm-hmm. at the same time 
you know, if she missed the mark, you just call her on it. Be like, yeah. yo, yo, I still you, love you, her. Drop, you dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. You know what you're going to do about it. And, I hope they and then, fix it. Again, versus trying to cancel her or shame her, give her time to, you know, own up to it. Whether it's a written apology or whether, like you said, it's the the, the re-release with the larger sizes. But then again, you know, people are kind of upset. We want the we want the first exclusive access. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't want to be second fiddle. You know, we don't want to yeah. be, you know, so. Especially since now that's all, you know, really what people are talking about. Right, right. You know, people, people standing in line like, you know an iPhone or some Jordans, you know, which again, none of those are, you know, owned exclusively by black people versus, you know, Beyonce doing it for the culture. And, you know, I love you B, but all right. So, so as a, as a beehive Beyonce, there's no such thing as nobody can do no wrong. You know, to me, no. Okay. And I'm a recent import into the beehive. Mm -hmm. I've always, I was first and foremost in the Navy. And then I went and saw Beyonce perform live. And then that's when I got into the beehive. Okay. All right. But, yeah. so, so but I'm in there. You, I'm in both okay. fandoms. But yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, they missed the mark on this. But, and there's nothing wrong with calling that out. Right. Or, I mean, is it the way people are talking? It's almost like it's Beyonce's responsibility to do something like this. While it's the right thing to do, while it fits with her brand of mm-hmm. inclusivity, is she responsible? Is this her job to do that? I Unfortunately, mean, there are a lot of clothing brands that don't go higher than, I mean, I won't even say extra large. There are some that don't go, if you go to like Lululemon, like some of that stuff, I mean, your average girl is not going to be able to wear that. One, I think it's like cut small anyway. Right. And it's not, they... And honestly, some people don't want, unfortunately, large people wearing their stuff. Right. And it's and it go whole feeds into the whole fat phobia, you right. know, thing. But yeah, I I really, you know, I'm just speaking as a fan of of Beyonce's and not putting it on her to be the savior of you know the whole all of the world because that shouldn't be put on her. That's not fair. Right. But as you know, a fan of Beyonce's and knowing you know how she likes to be inclusive of everybody, I you think, would think that this. Yeah, I think yeah. it missed the it missed the mark on this. Yeah. All right. So, so that is I. All right. So yeah, let us know what you think. You know, is this Beyonce's job or people just need to let her do her thing? Same thing with Tyler Perry. I mean, it's yeah. like. Is is it his job to make good work or well that's is, his job? But or is a proof in the pudding in, in his in his numbers in his bank account that in itself should prove that he's doing something right. Oh yeah, he has an audience. Right. So all right, all right. Well, that's it for the culture. We're gonna move into the hookup again. Going in the whole um, frame of data and data security. You know, we just did a story earlier about. How iPhone iCloud backups uh, can now be read by Apple and can be turned over to the government for whatever reason. If you are not feeling that, you can still use the old school method of backing up your iPhone by manually connecting it to your Mac and backing it up via iTunes. Like Nika mentioned earlier, you do have to have enough space on iCloud versus most people are using the free five gigs. And if you want more uh, storage space to do something like back up your phone, you have to pay for that space. Mm-hmm. So in addition to paying for the extra iCloud backup space, your iCloud backups are not as secure 
as the backups you would put on your actual MacBook. So that's my tip. You know, you can plug your iPhone up, open up iTunes, which is a free application and back up your iPhone to your Mac to where if you have any issues with your phone, it breaks or it's cracked or it's stolen. You can get a replacement device, plug it up to your computer, open up iTunes and restore your iPhone back to its original state without using iCloud. So not only is it cheaper to do it that way versus paying for extra data to use iCloud, it's more secure because now iPhone, Apple and as an extension, the government now has access to your iCloud backups. So that's my tip for the week. If you want to keep your pockets slim and the feds out of your phone, back it up to your computer, your Mac or your PC directly. It's uh, iTunes is available for PC as well. So that's my tip for the week. Cool. All right. All right. Well, hope other you guys than, take heed to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do both. But now that I got this story out, I may put all of our backups on a local machine. Again, I ain't got nothing to hide, but that don't mean you're just supposed to have. I don't want you all in my stuff. Right. Exactly. So, so that's my tip. So other than that, I think that is it for this week. Uh, Definitely download rate and review us. We're on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and Spotify. If you want to engage with us on social media, we are at snob os cast on twitter facebook and instagram if you want to leave comments and suggestions you can reach out to us via the web we're at snoboscast.com or if you want to shoot us an email you can drop us a line at snoboscast at gmail.com but other than that that is it for this week all right take it easy bye peace